This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A special master submitted three congressional district maps for Alabama on Monday as part of a deadline that was created by a federal court. Secretary of State Wes Allen has asked for that federal court to stop its process and put it on hold while an appeal is processed by the Alabama State Attorney General with the U.S. Supreme Court. AG Steve Marshall is appealing the recent rejection from that federal court of the map that was redrawn by state legislators this past summer in a special session. Marshall is awaiting the Supreme Court's decision on whether they will accept his appeal and take a look at the map, and that ruling from the Supreme Court should be coming soon. Marshall says the map rejected by the lower court is in compliance with the voting right laws and should be the one used for the upcoming 2024 elections. State Senator Gerald Allen is proposing a bill for the upcoming 2024 legislative session that would require the national anthem to be broadcasted or played in some way in public schools here in the state. SB2 requires local school boards to adopt a policy that ensures schools play the Star-Spangled Banner at a minimum of once a week for the students. Allen writes that for over 100 years, the national anthem has served to inspire generations of patriotic Americans and young Americans should also have exposure to the song. There are a variety of ways in which the national anthem can be played, including using the school band or the choral program. The bill from Allen did pass committee in the Senate back in the 2023 legislative session, but it didn't make it any further in the process. A former Montgomery police officer is seeking a new trial after being convicted of manslaughter from a shooting death back in 2019 while he was on patrol. Aaron Cody Smith has filed for a new trial within the Montgomery Circuit Court in which he's citing an Alabama law that allows for more evidence or court issues to come to light after the original trial has taken place. This comes after two of Alabama's Supreme Court justices wrote opinions about Smith's case when they were asked to consider it from the Court of Criminal Appeals. Ultimately, that state Supreme Court did not take on the case from Smith, but two of the justices did comment that they were concerned about the omission of evidence in the case, saying it puts a question mark over the competency and effectiveness of Smith's legal counsel. Five schools here in the state have been awarded the National Blue Ribbon Recognition for 2023. That award comes from the U.S. Department of Education. Those schools awarded are Cordova Elementary School in Walker County, Mount Carmel Elementary School in Madison County, Creekview Elementary in Alabaster, Jefferson County International Baccalaureate Middle School, and Skyline High in Jackson County. The Blue Ribbon Award for 2023 has been given to a total of 353 schools across the nation. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a report from the Washington Free Beacon is showing that based on internal documents from the Department of Homeland Security, the recent influx of illegal migrants in the past week or so was known to be coming months ago and no action to prevent it or warn border states was taken. The documents show that a large buildup of migrants on the Mexican side of the border started in early September. This came after Mexican authorities saw a rise in apprehensions within the interior of that country starting back in July and August. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy confirmed that another 11,000 illegal migrants crossed into the U.S. this past Monday alone after 7,000 crossed over last week at Eagle Pass, Texas, causing that town to declare a state of emergency. Look what happened last night. A new day is another new record on the border, 11,000 people. Last week, I told you 10,000 were all shocked by. This is because of the border policies of Biden. A senior DHS official spoke with the Washington Free Beacon on condition of anonymity, 
saying that the Biden administration can't wait to bring in more of these illegal migrants and encouraged the onslaught by lifting Title 42 back in May and offering an app for applying for asylum that Joe Biden touted as orderly, safe, and humane, and also said would cause illegal border crossings to diminish. Meanwhile, the country of Ukraine, which does not border the U.S. in any way, just received its first shipment of U.S. Abram tanks, as promised by Joe Biden, when Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was visiting the White House last week. This comes just as 60 Minutes on CBS released a documentary of how U.S. taxpayer money is being used for much more than just weaponry in that country. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that, to keep it afloat, the U.S. government is subsidizing small businesses. The man who is challenging Joe Biden in the Democratic presidential primary, Robert Kennedy Jr., responded to this latest news by posting what he called a modest suggestion on Twitter. RFK Jr. says, let's support farmers, small businesses, and first responders in our own country instead. Donald Trump was in South Carolina on Monday, and crowds were collecting for seven hours in advance to hear from Trump at the rally. He brought up the border crisis as well in his speech. Terrible, terrible what's going on between bad elections and open borders, what's going on in our country. And that's almost the least of it. You could go through point after point. There's nothing good happening. Trump also recently posted to his account on Truth Social about the recent indictment of a Democrat senator from New Jersey, Bob Menendez. The indictment against Menendez comes from the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York and involves bribery charges for taking money, gold bars, and a luxury car from wealthy businessmen in New Jersey in order to benefit the country of Egypt. Trump asked the question as to why Menendez did not have his home raided by the FBI, as was done for Trump's Florida home, over documents that he says he legitimately had in his possession. Trump called on all Senate Democrats to resign from their positions for letting Menendez operate and live the way he did in full view of the Senate. He then called Menendez a piker compared to the election-stealing thugs and Joe Biden. Menendez released a statement on Monday responding to calls for his resignation. A cornerstone of the foundation of American democracy and our justice system is the principle that all people are presumed innocent until proven guilty. All people. I ask for nothing more and deserve nothing less. The Republican Party of Texas has passed a resolution with a 58 to 2 vote that calls on the Texas House Speaker to resign. Dade Phelan was quick to push the impeachment process against Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton that ended with zero evidence and zero convictions against Paxton. The GOP resolution lists a number of offenses from Phelan on top of the impeachment of Paxton, including his appointment of nine Democrats as chairman of legislative committees despite the GOP control of the state house. Phelan also ignored or actively undermined GOP priorities such as securing the border and state elections. And Phelan famously performed his duties in the House while apparently extremely intoxicated. Mr. Campbell, send them the amendment is set on the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? And the chair has done the amendment. adopted. When it comes to elections, a Miami-based U.S. attorney from the Department of Justice has issued bribery and money laundering charges against an election administrator in the country of the Philippines who is believed to be hiding somewhere here in the U.S. The indictments also involve four executives within subsidiaries of Smartmatic, 
Smartmatic creates the election administration software that is used in all of U.S. election tabulation machines, whether it's Dominion, Heart InterCivic, or ESNS. Andres Bautista is accused of aiding Smartmatic in getting contracts for the 2016 election in the Philippines after he first received $4 million from those executives through the use of slush funds and shell companies. This resulted in a lease for Smartmatic for over 90,000 vote counting machines and services related to the transmission of results. Smartmatic is currently involved in several lawsuits here in the U.S. against individuals and American entities who may have questioned the security of the voting system using Smartmatic software. Those persons being sued include Fox News, Newsmax, and Mike Lindell. The Canadian Speaker for the House of Commons is apologizing while the Canadian Prime Minister is blaming Russia. This is all coming out after a major disaster that happened during a visit from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky this past Saturday. The whole House of Commons gave a standing ovation to 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka, who was introduced as a Ukrainian-Canadian war hero from World War II. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian-Canadians, Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran, from the Second World War, who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians. There's a big problem, though. Turns out that Hunka actually was in a voluntary unit of soldiers that joined German Nazi military in the Waffen Division. According to the Simon Weisenthal Center for Holocaust Studies, the Waffen Division was responsible for the mass murder of innocent civilians at a level of brutality that is unimaginable. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau joined in honoring Hunka and then realizing his major mistake made this public statement. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, the speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and by extension to all Canadians. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine, uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with Ukraine in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. Zelensky also cheered for Hanka and made no mention of the background. It's hard to imagine it was out of ignorance that Zelensky did this since the CEO for a Jewish human rights organization out of Canada, Michael Mostyn, said that the Ukrainian unit was comprised of ultra-nationalist ideologues who dreamed of ethnic cleansing for Ukraine. So if Canada is aware of this fact, it's kind of odd that the president of Ukraine is not. Incidentally, Russian President Vladimir Putin gave two reasons behind his invasion of Ukraine. Ukrainian biolabs funded by the U.S. that were developing bioweapons to target certain ethnicities and a problem with neo-Nazis within the Ukrainian government. Hmm. On top of all that, the leader of the Russian lower house of parliament, Yakislav Volodin, has just now called on Ukraine to surrender on Moscow's terms or that country will cease to exist. This apparently closes the door for any more peaceful negotiations between the two countries. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 